more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk. Hi, I'm Bertie Simmons. Uh, I'm the editor of Classic Motorcycle Mechanics. I'm just moonlighting today uh, to do a little bit for morebikes.co.uk. Um, obviously, James, you're going to be hopefully starting a, a classic restoration project for Classic Motorcycle Mechanics. Tell us a little bit about it, please. Yeah, it's the first one I've done for you guys. I've done several before, as, as you know, Bertie, really. Um, it's an X7. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the good X7. It's the late X7 with all the hideous kind of round clock pod and and square uh, indicators instead of the really original one with a separate um, rev counter and speedo but it came at good money i've had it about 10 years it's a really really good runner it's absolutely original which means it's a brilliant starting point for a restoration job and then and it's not going to be that difficult to be quite honest i'll quite enjoy it, i think but as you said uh, to me earlier you pretty much everything needs to be Gone through. Yeah, it's one of them bikes where if you saw it from 20 yards away, you think, yeah, you think that is brand new. That's a lovely X7. And to be fair, it rides like brand new. It's done nothing. Uh, But when you get close, everything needs doing. The the, the little pox of rust are coming through on the frame. Uh, The the cables all want replacing. The tank and seat unit, the colour's faded. It's red, which means it's always going to fade. The pigment's never as good. It's orange now, by the way. Yeah, it's orange in in parts. Uh, All the chrome wants doing. And... so it really does want everything doing, but everything's there and it's all usable. It's all it's all good stuff. Yeah, so you've got quite a few sort of old bikes. What is it about the sort of older stuff that you know keeps you interested? Because if I remember my old man back in the day when the Sierra came out, he said, "Oh, it's a modern car. They all look the same now." And it's the same with bikes, isn't it? I I, I believe so. I mean, there's a little bit of that. There's also. You know, if you speak, to, the, the scary part is there's no 17, 18 year olds getting into bikes, but I'm sure if you got one that was in 20 years' time, they'd say, oh yeah, uh, you know, 2014 ZX10, what a lovely thing that was. We're, we're not saying that. So I think there's an element of the fact that you're always going to like whatever era you're in, you're always going to like the stuff that you liked in your glory days, I guess, you know, when you were doing wheelers away from lights and racing your mates and flipping. Going, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going out with flipping lasses and all that mm. kind of thing. So for me, um, it's seventies and eighties stuff. Um, and what is it about it? Um, it's bikes had character. Then you could tell from hundred feet away what, whether a bike was a Yamaha. They had a special, you know, a, a unique look, as did Suzuki, as did Honda, and, it, and nothing's like that now. It's even sound. You could tell. Yeah, because you could. Yeah, I remember years ago in the in, in the nineties there was some. It was some. Uh, there was that show where they'd bet. You bet. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. And a bloke actually sat there, blindfolded, listening to yeah. bikes, yeah. and he could name the bike. I reckon I could. I think I could do quite a lot of that era. You could yeah. certainly. T- yeah, LC's unique sounding X7, unique sounding. Uh, I'd be quite obviously the, the triples, uh, like your your KHs, your H1s, H2s. Uh, you can always tell them they yowl. That's kind of got that three cylinder kind of. Uh, yowl about them but I reckon you could yeah mm. and all that stuff's brilliant I mean it, the good thing for me is that I actually want to ride them as well I don't want something that's that mint I don't want to ride it like your LC it's it's nice but it's not it's not that nice done. where you don't yeah. want to take it out and flip in use it a little bit and uh, because now motorbikes have what we're we talking about 
200 horsepower for most one litre sports bikes now. In Adventure bikes have 150 horsepower. Yeah. That's mad. And now this Kawasaki's bringing this thing out that, yeah. that's got 280 horsepower, whatever it is. And, that, and that's fine. And that, that's brilliant engineering. And, and I'm sure that, you know, somebody's going to love having that and they'll sell them all because it, because it is what it's like an NR750. People bought them and they invested them and it's worked because they're worth a lot of money now. And that's fine. I love that. Motorbikes has a thing to look at. I, I agree with. But motorbikes for a thing, a thing to ride, do you need 200 horsepower? Not me. I got a journalist ring me and say, what, what do you think of this new um, H2? I said, I'd want to borrow one off a friend, do some wheelies, and give it back before something very bad and expensive <laughs> happened. Right? That's what I'd want to do. So, but with the old stuff, you get on that X7, I've done some, I've done some miles on that X7, because like I say, it runs like brand new, mm. the tyres are good, I've put tyres on it. I have been saying a while back, you sometimes do a couple of thousand miles a year, right? Yep, I've done, this year, probably done, uh, none on the X7, because it hasn't been taxed, I've done probably a thousand on my LC, I've done a little bit on my Stinger, which is shit. But it's fun, they love it. Yeah, it? but, but the, the LC and the X7, stuff like that, GT, you know, 380, whatever, that type of size bike, that middleweight, brilliant. So, right. Just yeah. brilliant. And, you're having fun at 60, 70 miles an hour, because, you're riding the bike to its limit. Mm. Whereas now, you get on a ZX10 or a Blade or any of them big sports bikes, there is no limit to that bike. Mm. It's your limit. And so you always end up, not out of control, but kind of pushing the... There's that chance that you can go yeah, just that that's too what far because the bike's taking you on. Yeah. It, 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 it's so... When was the last time you looked down at a Speedo on a modern sports bike and thought, yeah, that's what I thought we were doing? You're no, always doing no. twice what you think because it's that... Yeah. And settled yeah. and nice and everything and it's handling it and the four cylinders now after the sort yeah. of talk that a Ducati 96 yeah. had 15, 20 exactly. years ago you're going at least yeah. with your X7 you're zinging along there yeah. and you're bouncing around a little bit because the suspension's unsophisticated and you know your brakes aren't brilliant so you're bearing that in mind and then you look down and you think oh I've got, I've got to be at 80 look down 50 <laughs> <laughs> and that's brilliant there's, some, there's just something nice about that and safe I, for me. Yeah, and I remember you saying uh, about a few bikes, I think it might have been the LC, where you kind of say that the reason why the LC was as good as it was is it only had 47 horse. It's yeah. one of those bikes that if it had another 15, 20, then it would overpower the brakes or the shit. That's exactly it. Not so much the X7. The X7, if, you, if you're on a smooth road, the handling ain't too bad if you've got good tyres and you can crack on. Uh, but bumpy roads, it's fucked. Right, that it just doesn't. None of that works. It bounces around like a flipping daft thing. The brakes are crap anyway, no matter what the conditions on the X7. The LC, the, the balance is a, the 350 LC. If everything's working properly, is a brilliant balance. It's got whatever it's got. It's got 50 horsepower, right? And that's just enough to make it fun and lively and kind of skittish when it takes off. But it's not too much to tie the fucking cheese frame in knots. You know, bend the little swig arm. And or that, too much for the discs. Yeah, or, or not, it's not too much for the brakes. They're just about in control. The tyres are perfect. It just, it's a balance. As a balance, it's brilliant. If you made it produce a load more power, it'd be hideous. Or if you made it a load heavier, it'd be hideous. It, you know, it, it's just perfect. Is really it that well balance that kind of made it quite a good sort of production race bike? Yeah, exactly, yeah. In fact, going back, you know, when they had, when it was the first proper for me, production bike that without doing much to it was ready to go. Put some tyres on it, maybe some rear sets, set of clip-ons, you're good to go. You're spending 50 quid. But 
350 LC, I remember being competitive in every one of the productions. You could run it in a, a good 350 LC at a good club meeting. You could run it in a 350 Open, a 350 production, a 500 production, and an unlimited production. And it's been reasonably competitive in them all across the whole board. And that's never happened since, and it'll and, and never happened before, and never happened again. Cannot be. I mean, now you've got if you're an Andy Ryder on a, a virtually stop one litre sports bike, you can run it in the super bike class. But that's the only class you can run it in. Super mm. soccer. You know, you're not going to get a flipping motor three bike and run it through every single class. But wasn't it fun though? I remember going to sort of uh, when you were racing the Brands Hatch Power Bike International. Yeah. End of the year, and you would have sort of uh, you know. So I remember one year. I think it was only ninety four. John Reynolds on ninety three. He came back on his five hundred. Yeah, bastard. V4. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, and and you had these different bikes against. Yeah, you. yeah. It was yeah. one of the beautiful sort of parts of bike racing. Yeah, it was. Racing. Yeah, now it's all. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, it's had to go that way. And safety, I suppose, if you think about Sheen's accident in eighty two. Yeah, and I think you're always looking back with sort of rose tinted specs on. You know, I remember grids five hundred Grand Prix grids had got down to you know. 14, 15, so it wasn't brilliant, but still, I still think that era of racing were mm. one of the best eras. And, and just finally, talking about racing, I think is it this weekend? It's the final World Superbike. Last round of World Superbike in uh, Doha or Qatar, say what you want. You're not allowed to say Qatar because that's what that's what you have coming up out of your chest when you got a cold. Is Qatar? Um, yeah, yeah. It's Qatar. If you're a heavy smoker, you got Qatar. That's it. So we're going out to Qatar. Uh, me and Steve Day on Friday, a couple of days time, and yeah, we're live on site for for hopefully, hopefully, seeing um, Tom Sykes win his second consecutive world championship. And that's all on Eurosport. Yep, all on Eurosport. So Eurosport that's this two. weekend. Yep. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, I mean uh, Tom Sykes, uh, obviously a local lad. Yeah. Um, are you? He, is he pretty much sure of it? it there's, it's him and uh, Gintoli, isn't it? Yeah, twelve points. Uh, he's got a, a lead. So yeah, the, the ball's definitely in his court. Uh, he's steady. Um, Gintoli, strangely enough, if he'd have been having more help from his teammate Malandri, he would have been leading the championship now. But anyway, um, I don't. I don't want to see Gintoli winning it. I, I like the blow. And he's kind and of he's an kind adopted of, Englishman. He's an Englishman, isn't he? But I'm listening a to from, him. A block from two miles that way. Yeah, um, true, yeah. So, yeah, with a bit of luck, uh, Tom can can get it um, tied up. Then it's interesting for next year, because Tom Sykes' teammate's going to be Jonathan Ray. He totally moves to Honda. There's quite a lot going on. We've got Depunier moving across from having a, a kind of sabbatical. He's been testing this new Suzuki and in MotoGP, but he's back on the Suzuki Superbike. So a lot of interest for next year. I mean, just on, on the subject of team sort of orders, uh, Tom, you can dive in. You can be on the podcast, Ruby. No? That's James's daughter. <laughs> I think she's going to ask me to eat. Um, the, the sort of whole thing about um, team orders with Melandry. Yep. I mean, what's he doing next year? Is he? I don't know. I, I, Melandry, I haven't really heard what Melandry's doing, but the team orders thing uh, is weird. Um, we all saw the sign with the growly face and slow down, drop back one position. It said he didn't. He said it was because of his sponsors and he couldn't give Gintoli two wins. And I think because of that, they're not going to win the championship. So it depends. You know, he talked about his sponsors not wanting to, he not wanting to lose out for his sponsors. But I guess his biggest sponsor for me would be brilliant. brilliant. So I don't know. I don't oh, know what's well. going on there. Well, we'll see what happens the weekend. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Cheers, and uh, we'll see you on Eurosport the weekend. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers.
morebikes.co.uk.